Welcome to Beautiful Baggage, confidence, wellness, and wisdom through travel and everyday adventure. I'm Stephanie Martin-Taylor, your guide to this podcast journey. Thanks for joining me. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on episode 47 of the Beautiful Baggage podcast. I hope you're doing well, staying safe and healthy. By now, you've probably heard all about the amazing science that shows our brains are way more dynamic and changeable than people used to believe. The term for this dynamism, the ability for our brains to rewire themselves, grow, and over time, help us become slightly different versions of ourselves, is neuroplasticity. I'm putting a few articles about this fascinating and proven concept in my show notes if you want to read about it further. But very simply, it means that if you're trying to learn something new or improve on an existing skill and you practice over and over and over, your brain will work very hard to rewire itself so that the skill becomes much easier and more automatic or the information you've been taking in is more accessible, or the thought patterns you've been practicing become automatic. And what's so exciting about this science is that it shows us that even when we're older and our brains aren't growing like they were when we were children, we can change in so many ways. It's often just a matter of practice, and we get good at what we practice. Here's a very simple but powerful example of neuroplasticity working in my life that quite honestly, I still can't quite get over. A couple of weeks ago, my husband and I met up with a couple we hadn't seen in a long time outside in a very safe and socially distanced way in a park. And as we were arranging our little individually wrapped picnic lunches, the woman in the couple noticed my nail polish and she commented to me on the color and then sort of half joked. She said, Stephanie, have you broken quarantine to get a manicure? And of course I hadn't, I've been doing my best to be extremely careful during this time, but oh my gosh, when she said that, and then told me again that my nails looked really good, I nearly broke out into a huge ecstatic dance of joy and celebration, because I had finally, finally pulled off what for me had been the impossible. You see, my whole life, due mainly to my genetics, anything involving fine motor skills, I'm not particularly good at at least not without a lot of practice. By fine motor, I mean anything that involves very small, precise movements with my hands. In fact, I went to a handwriting therapist for a while when I was a child because back in the day when they taught cursive, remember that? Unless I concentrated really, really hard, my handwriting was irregular and messy and really hard to read. And my lackluster fine motor skills have followed me into my adult life. In fact, one of the reasons I chose not to pursue print journalism and went for broadcasting instead had to do with the fact that I have a really hard time taking down information quickly with paper and pen and having it make any sense when I look at it later. So for me, it was much easier and less stressful to have everything, quotes especially from other people that were important to get precisely right, recorded with radio or television equipment. That way I always knew I wasn't misquoting people because it was there on tape and I wasn't relying on my handwriting. And needless to say, I never seriously considered becoming a surgeon or a tattoo artist or anything else that requires a steady hand and very fine precision. 
So back to my nails. Up until very recently, anytime I tried to paint them myself with any other color other than the sheerest of clears, it usually ended up looking like my childhood handwriting. Irregular looking, messy, and in my frustration, I would usually end up taking off the polish and in pre-pandemic times, heading down to the corner nail salon to have a professional do the job. But when the lockdown started where I live last March, the nail salon was no longer an option. But my desire to have painted nails was really strong. When your world shrinks, little things can make such a huge difference. And I was really craving simple ways to bring color and creativity into my daily life. So on long Zoom calls, especially since I was now working from home every day, I started trying to paint my nails as a way to deal with my nervous energy and also as an experiment to see if I could become the kind of person who could paint her nails herself and not have it look like a six-year-old gave her a manicure. And as my friend confirmed to me a couple of weeks ago, yes, I can. With practice painting my nails over and over again, week in, week out, long Zoom call after long Zoom call, I can now, the majority of the time, paint my nails, and come out with a finished result that looks, if not 100% professional, pretty decent, I must say. My fine motor skills, for painting my nails at least, have improved dramatically. My hands don't shake like they used to, and I can paint my nails in about two minutes instead of 10, or more, which is what it used to take. And this is because, through practice, I have literally created and strengthened the pathways in my brain related to fine motor function. And even for someone like me, who's been acutely aware for a long time and excited about the fact that our brains can change because of neuroplasticity, I've got to say it's really exciting to be reminded in such a concrete way of how amazing our brains are and that we have more control over them than we think. We can, with practice, gain new skills and strengthen our weaknesses. So for you, think about an assumption you have about yourself. What do you think you can't do for whatever reason? For example, let's say you think you'll never be able to give a public speech because the last time you spoke in public, your voice was shaking and your mind went blank. What if you began practicing now, every day, reading out loud, visualizing yourself giving a speech in a strong, confident voice? And you don't even need an audience because another cool thing about the brain is that when you really start visualizing and imagining activities like public speaking, the brain really can't distinguish whether the activity is really happening in real life or if you're just visualizing. So the visualization alone is enough to help the brain start learning and rewiring itself. That's why so many professional athletes have performance coaches that help them visualize. So if your goal is public speaking, as you begin practicing out loud and practicing in your mind, you will subtly at first begin creating new pathways and connections in your brain that will help support and strengthen your public speaking skills. Years of being a broadcaster helped me get stronger in this area, and though I am still very much a work in progress, speaking extemporaneously for long periods of time is still an area where I feel a lot of discomfort. My brain has had enough practice to help me be able to function on stages and on Zoom calls, and even when I stumble or my mind goes blank for a moment in front of people, I can now recover in a way that I couldn't say when I was 25 years old, very shy, inexperienced, and full of self-doubt. So again, wrapping it up for today, think about something you'd like to get better at or like to learn, and make a point of making a practice around it. You might just blow your own mind at what you can achieve, even if it's something as simple as being able to paint your nails. And finally, in my case at least, being proud of the final product.
Thanks again for joining me on this episode. And a quick reminder that yes, I am a certified coach specializing in working with people who identify as quiet or shy, women in particular, but I help people of any and all gender identities. So if you're interested in seeing how coaching can help you, or you know someone who would be, I invite you to check out my coaching page on my website. The address is yourbeautifulbaggage.com. Have a fantastic week, and I'll see you next time.